Section 11 of Vagabond Adventures. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Vagabond Adventures by Ralph Keeler. Book Two. Three Years as a Negro Minstrel. Chapter One. My First Company. Negro minstrels were, I think, more highly esteemed at the time of which I am about to write than they are now. At least, I thought more of them then both as individuals and as ministers to public amusement than i ever have since the first troop of the kind i saw was the old kunkels and i can convey no idea of the pleasurable thrill i felt at the banjo solo and the plantation jig i resolved on the spot to be a negro minstrel mr ford in whose theatre president lincoln was assassinated was i believe the agent of this company I made known my ambition to that gentleman and to Mr. Kunkel himself, and they promised, no doubt, as the best means of getting rid of me, to take me with them the next year. Meantime I bought a banjo, and I had pennies screwed on the heels of my boots, and practiced Jordan on the former and the Juba dance with the latter, till my boarding-house keeper gave me warning. I think there is scarcely a serious friend of mine acquainted with me at that period who does not remember me with sorrow and vexation. The racket that I made at all hours and in all places can be accounted for only by the youthful zeal with which I practiced, and which I despair of describing in anything so cold as words. I was then in my twelfth year, and my own master. It was, indeed, in that prosperous winter after the squalid summer of my six months' wandering. I was going to school at Toledo, Ohio, and leading a very independent life on the money I had made out of the common investment of my five coppers and of my wages as key-boy of the steamer North Indiana, commanded by the late Captain Fiat. I mention this kindly old gentleman again in the present connection because he suffered a great deal from my early penchant to perform the clog-dance on the thin deck above his stateroom. It is unnecessary to repeat here the eager and emphatic remonstrances which the good captain would make when I had inadvertently seized the occasion of his watch below to shuffle him out of a profound sleep. But I may remark in passing, I have never known anyone who regarded everything about negro minstrelsy with so little reverence or admiration it could not have been long after my interview with messrs ford and kunkel when my landlady gave me warning to take myself and banjo and obstreperous feet out of her house with some difficulty however i found another place to board where the plastering of the apartment below mine was proof against the coppers on my heels and the complicated shuffles of juba for a month or two before i continued to go to school devoting only my spare hours to minstrelsy i should no doubt have abandoned my studies much sooner than i did had it not been for a love affair which for a while divided my attention with my banjo my dulcinea was a red-cheeked little creature in a check apron I had a rival in the same school with us, whom I vanquished by an unfair and lavish expenditure of my superior wealth. I used to get up foot-races for pennies in which I contrived that her little brother should always beat and carry off the rewards. This was for a time effectual. My rival was completely ousted, 
and my two absorbing affections joined hands as i may say figuratively when the young lady and i met after school in her father's woodshed and i played jordan for her on the banjo she may have tired of my music since that one tune executed mechanically was the alpha and omega of my repertory or she may have tired of me i cannot speak definitely if i had ever essayed to accompany the instrument with my voice it would have been different then i never should have forgiven myself and i could have forgiven her after the denouement which closed her heart and her father's woodshed to me forever for in the course of a few brief weeks a taller and much handsomer boy than either my former rival or myself took the little miss away from us both in my disgust i left school and devoted all the energies of my blighted spirit to minstrelsy i organized a band of boys into a troupe styling them the young metropolitans and appointed myself musical director though i knew no more of music than of chemistry i spent my money for instruments for the company and for furniture to deck the room in which we met for rehearsal the musical instruments however were the least of the expense since these consisted if i well recollect of the banjo before mentioned three sets of bones a tambourine a triangle and an accordion with these nevertheless we succeeded in making it very unpleasant for some quiet-loving teutons who were accustomed to dream over their beer at the wirtschaft in the same wooden building and indeed just under the apartment in which we rehearsed every evening on certain occasions when i executed my juba dance or in company with others performed with the virginia walk-around these honest germans would leave their beer and sometimes their hats and pipes behind them in terror and rush precipitately into the middle of the street there they would stand and gaze in silent amazement up at the windows or utter their surprise and wrath at the proceedings in the expressive but unintelligible speech of the fatherland the host a portly gentleman with a red nose remonstrated with us about four times a week to little purpose the owner of the building also remonstrated but we had rented the apartment and would not leave till our time was out we were constrained however to forego our jig and walk around still our music and singing to which we were now confined came near breaking up the poor retail gambrinus of the saloon beneath his stem guests fell off one by one and sought a quieter neighborhood for their evening potations it was only the bravest of them that could be prevailed upon to return for anything more than their hats and pipes after having been driven into the street on any of our siege nights the best praise i can give to the young gentleman who played the accordion is that he was worthy to be under such a musical director as myself he could play only one tune from beginning to end and that was the gum-tree canoe now it happened none of us could sing the song which as is well known is of the slow melancholy sentimental order so this single tune would have been of very little benefit to us had we not luckily pressed it into the incongruous double service of opening overture and closing quick-step the songs that we sang or attempted to sing were executed to the accompaniment of the three sets of bones the tambourine triangle and banjo with an uncertain ghostly second on the accordion 
which, being the same for all tunes and following no lead whatever, was of a sufficiently lugubrious and dismal nature, when it was not wholly drowned by the clangor of the other instruments. My company, it must be confessed, had zeal, but little talent. I spent what was left of my summer's earnings before I could get them up to a point that would, in my judgment, warrant a hope of success, should we give the public exhibition for which my minstrels were clamorously ambitious. After many long months of fruitless trial, the rent of our room becoming due, our furniture and instruments were seized, the landlord turned us out of doors, the German beer-seller crossed himself thankfully, and I was as completely ruined as many a manager before me. End of chapter 1 My First Company